this podcast is created on Awabakal and Waramai land. We pay our respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Welcome into the realm of sluts and blood magic, where we work together to have more fulfilling and pleasurable relationships, sex lives and menstrual cycles. I'm your host, Jem Campbell, a sexologist, dietitian, nutritionist, period empowerment guide and menstrual blood witch. Let's get into this week's episode. I also want to chat about my upcoming mastermind, Free Your Flaps. Free Your Flaps is for vulva owners who have struggled with the appearance of their vulva and mostly with confidence in having sexual experiences due to how their vulva looks. It's going to be a two-hour workshop that runs from 11am to 1pm on the 15th of March and that is Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, so essentially Sydney time. If you're interested in learning more and have struggled with loving how your vulva looks, in particular your labia minora, which is your inner flaps, then I really encourage you to have a look on my website and on my Instagram at the conversations that I've been having around the Free Your Flaps movement that I have started. Tickets are now live and you can purchase yours via the link in my show notes. Can't wait to see you there. If you're interested in sex coaching with me, I am offering 50% off for the first five people to book a sex coaching session with me. You can head to my website and use the code 50-OFF. That's 50-OFF in capitals to get 50% off your initial sex coaching session with me. And remember, if you don't live local to Newcastle, Australia, I do offer Zoom sessions. Check out the links in the show notes. I'm also hosting a patriarchal rage full moon circle gathering here in Cahaiba, New South Wales on Sunday, the 5th of March at 12pm to 2pm. You can purchase a ticket to the event using the link in the show notes. The purpose of this circle is to allow space to release all of the patriarchal rage that we've been holding in our bodies. This might be rage as someone who's hurt you, rage at the patriarchy as a whole, or rage at internalized misogyny. It can be any of these things. And we're going to do a burning ceremony, some vulnerable shares, breathwork, ecstatic dance, as well as a cord cutting ritual. This is an event that you don't want to miss. Keep in mind, this is an in-person event. Tell your friends, bring your partners, bring your siblings, anyone who you feel needs a little bit of healing. I'm so excited to see some of you there. Now we can get into the episode. Hello. Darling. Hello. Yes. Fuck yes. Oh, that's the way, darling. Put it in my ass. Hello. 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 Hey, guys. Okay. 
All right. Hey, folks, welcome back to Blood Slut. Today, I've got with me my magical best friend, Ace Frogface. It's me. <laughs> AKA, what else do I call you? You're really cool. No, my little storm cloud Aww. from Wednesday. Yeah. My little storm cloud, mommy. <laughs> also, sugar you, daddy. I forget what it was from Wednesday. Um, my little, like, tornado or, like, my little... I think, like, it, was, I think it was a little thunderstorm. No, little tornado. Torn. I feel like... My little hurricane. <laughs> oh, maybe that was it. How cute. That's cute. I like that. That's cute. Yeah. That's adorable. So today we're going to talk about some things, okay? Um, we're going to talk about – so first of all, in this, in this podcast, I want to talk about spirituality because I feel like it ties into everything. It ties into sex. It ties into relationships. Um, it ties into the menstrual cycle periods like everything I talk about in this podcast so today with Ace I'm going to be talking well we're going to be talking about toxic positivity we're going to be talking about spiritual bypassing and we're going to define these terms for you if you haven't heard them before Um, and then we're also going to talk about projecting like your spiritual beliefs um, onto others and we're also going to chat a little bit about um, some of our own stories around these things and what we've copped as like we both are disabled um, and live with various chronic conditions and some of the shit that we've copped from fucking idiots who don't understand being disabled. Um, and then we're also going to talk about uh, interactions and experiences with men who I guess are a bit toxic like that kind of spiritual icky like and spiritual but really they're not they're just like a dick um (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit about that it's gonna be a very like light-hearted funny cash Mm. episode um it's not gonna be like too deep or anything i don't know we'll see (laughs) we'll see about that sometimes we go a bit deep um but it's gonna be a bit of a hoot so stick around um for the full ep it might be a two-parter i'm not sure um so actually this is the first time I've had you on this podcast isn't it yeah, because I have true, another yeah. podcast oh but, true that's so exciting mm, thanks for having me so yeah this is Ace Frogface yeah. Ace would you like to tell everyone a bit about yourself doll? oh true um I'm Jemmy's B Biffle BFF um I have a podcast as well called Chronic Chaotic um Jem will link that in the description um, you can check out my Instagram as well. And I pretty much talk about neurodiversity, mental illness, disability. Wait, stop talking. Okay. <laughs> I just had to make sure the sound was working. Continue. <laughs> Only if that's okay with you. Of course, my oh, darling. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, disability, chronic pain, chronic illness, just normalizing all that stuff, raising awareness. Um, yeah. Call me they, them. Autistic ADHD mentally ill <laughs> person I don't know I'm gonna study psychology one day I want to be a psychologist um this is pretty much my whole life so yeah I feel like you're also really well versed in like sex and relationship stuff Thanks. just because like whenever I have conversations with you about that stuff you're just really in tune with it and yeah. I feel like you're on the same wavelength as me like you yeah. have the same kind of like I guess belief systems and like opinions on things Mm. and which is obviously really important in a friendship (laughs) but 
Yeah, I just feel like you have a lot of really great insight to offer my listeners. Thank you. And really funny stories as well, yeah, which uh, were not funny at the time, but they're yeah, funny now. Yeah, <laughs> about it now. It makes for good content. That's all matters, that right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Ace, I might just get you to firstly explain to the listeners – like I feel like most of us know what toxic positivity is through mm. m- probably social media mostly, mm. but can you just explain it for those who maybe don't fully mm. understand the concept? Yeah, I think it's like obvi- obviously it's great to feel positive or like enjoyable emotions, but when it becomes a pressure that's put on you to feel that way when you necess- don't necessarily actually feel that way in the moment, I think that's when it becomes toxic or just unhealthy. Um, and I think with a lot of like, I mean, all types of spirituality or religion, but especially with new age spirituality, people either seem to go down a lot, a line of like validate your emotions or they go down the other line of being like, you know, high vibrations only, like just think positively, like manifest your destiny. It's all about mindset when in reality it's, you can do that all you want, but sometimes it's not get it like yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it is is just having positivity forced on you when that's not what you're feeling and yeah and did I explain that absolutely right? it's almost like something that I was shown when I did our dbt group therapy last year so dbt is a form of therapy that's used for people with usually complex ptsd and bpd and basically they showed us this video of like the difference between sympathy and empathy Mm. and sympathy being that kind of fixing or kind of like that kind of it's toxic positivity a Mm. lot my my dad does that a lot to me and he'd be like Victor Frankl said and I'm like I don't care um (laughs) just can you just validate me whereas empathy is like actually like actively listening Mm. and not just like throwing shit back at them being like have you tried this Mm. have you have you tried this herb have you tried this medication are you in therapy like duh bitch obviously if I'm this fucking mentally ill or whatever I'm in therapy um rather than just like listening to the person Mm. and actually just being like oh I'm sorry that sounds really hard Mm. like I'm here for you if you want to talk or like only if you have capacity obviously and then kind of just um validating the person's Mm. feelings because the thing is right like most of the time once you do have a vent you do feel a little bit better like if you just Mm. sit with them in that moment odds are they probably will come out of it feeling a little bit lighter you know instead of just like bombarding them with like oh you should feel this you could do this to feel positive and also like something I learned in dbt as well actually is that there's no such thing as like negative and positive emotions there's like uncomfortable emotions there's scary ones there's like you know pleasurable ones but the reason we have a spectrum of emotions is because we're designed to feel all of them when you know it's not like uncomfortable emotions are necessarily always bad for us like they're good to motivate us to change things it's good to like process grief you need to feel sad sometimes so I think when people only want you to ever be positive like that's when it becomes toxic you know yeah or like unhealthy yeah yeah it's like they expect you to just be happy all the time it's the whole like kind of patriarchal almost thing of like people who have a menstrual cycle like expecting them to be happy or at the same um 
capacity or level mm. all the time. Yeah. To have the same energy level, to have the same consistent feelings or the same consistent, I don't know, eating patterns or habits or emotional, like whatever, you know, just consistency. Whereas like that doesn't happen for us because of how much our hormones fluctuate mm. throughout our cycle. And then we have added things like pain and all of that. So I think it's important to like keep in mind that we are like we are cyclical and we're not going to always feel like positive. Mm. Like we're going to have days where we're like, you know, we might be close to ovulation and we might be feeling like really energized and really good. But then in two weeks time, we might have a lot less energy Mm. and people might be like, you're not yourself right now. Mm. You know, when people say that, they're like, you don't seem like yourself. It's like. But I change. I'm a dynamic being. We're, yeah, humans are dynamic. Uh, yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're different every day. Mm. And it's good to see growth in people. And if someone's having a, a bad day, then they're just human being. Like, we all have bad days. And to try and constantly put on kind of like this, um, almost like a facade of like, I'm fine. Like, I feel good mm. all the time. Like, anyone who does that, they're not fine all the time. You can't yeah. possibly be fine all the time. Yeah. I think it's definitely a very vulnerable thing to like, um, I guess, admit that you're having a bad day mm. sometimes because sometimes you don't want people to see you. But I think sometimes we feel like a bit scared um, to admit that we're not having a good mm. day because we think people are going to be like, oh, you're such a like mopey bitch yeah. or... And especially when you're chronically ill, because we, you know, we might have one good day in every month, you know, so Mm. people think we're like a negative Nancy or like whatever. Oh, the old negative Nancy. Like, you know, they're like, oh, you're just like dragging down the vibe, but you're always negative. It's like, no, this isn't my reality. Like, I can't. Also, what you were saying about like when people always say they're fine, that they can't actually be fine. I feel like that leads well into spiritual bypassing, because if someone truly thinks that they are always always like happy and on top of the clouds then they're bypassing yeah like humans aren't humans are supposed to feel a range of emotions so if you're like that's probably a sign of like an issue in itself like you, yeah. you need to go to therapy if you're always happy exactly. no. <laughs> literally <laughs> literally though because like okay you can have a really happy life and you can be feeling really good right but we all have like loss and we all have crises happen we all have things happen in our lives that might swing us a bit and like you might have a pretty stable baseline right like base level of Mm. like being where you're pretty stable emotionally or whatever but then you might have like a really bad day where some old shit comes to the surface like some trauma or, or something might just pop into your head and you might just have a shit day and like that's okay to just have like a shit day you know Mm. and like you might be like a genuinely happy person most of the time and Mm. that's great but there's no way that you're that level of happy every single day Mm. all the time yeah and people take it on as part of their personality they're like oh I'm the happy one like you know I'm that person that is always just Mm. like spreading positivity to my friends and like lifting everyone up and it's like but you're, you don't have to make that so much of a part of your identity that you're, like, not allowed to feel down, you know? And on the flip side of that, I think a lot of people also name themselves, like, the anxious mm, one. Yeah. And then that, like, gets into their head a bit exactly. as well. I think yeah. especially with us because our reality is that we are in pain all the time and upset a lot of the time. 
that like well, I don't know about you but I personally feel like a massive drag like I always oh, like yeah. my brain's always like you're always so, you know you're always the one that needs to do something you know that you're always the one that needs to go back for medication or to like sit down or like ask for accommodation so you start taking that on as like who yeah. you are but like I'm actually like you know when I'm having a good day and I'm feeling good I'm not you know like I do have good days mm-hmm. as well and you just got to remind yourself that it it's your mood isn't your like identity and personality like it's yeah separate by, to you yeah absolutely yeah it's really sure. important because yeah I feel that a lot actually and I think that's why a lot of people with disability and mental illness become quite socially isolated mm-hmm. and like I've definitely isolated myself socially a lot because I just feel like I'm always flaking or cancelling plans and like I had mm-hmm. this long list of people like new friends and people to hang out with and it just never happened because I was just constantly so unwell yeah and I just gave up it's I was so just sad. like whatever yeah I don't care at this point so like you know and don't don't call us like negative or like for like socially isolating or like you know you could do more like all that shit you know you could mm. do, you could be doing more that's just an excuse it's like you have no idea yeah. like if you say those things you've never lived literally. in our shoes a day in our literally. shoes literally like, I feel like that's what we have to remind ourselves every time someone, like, says something like that or invalidates us or, like, any of that stuff is, like, you literally wouldn't say that unless you haven't experienced it. Yeah. Or, like, I guess, but there are some people who are in, like, similar boats to us who, like, do bypass and say that shit to us. But I don't know. I feel like I used to, like, bypass a little bit and sometimes it gets to the point where you actually just like when your health is that bad and your condition is that bad like there it gets to a point where you can't bypass anymore because your body and your mind literally like you know what I mean like it's almost like there's a level that you get to where you actually just can't bypass anymore yeah and I feel like we've reached that oh yeah like 100% for me it was like my migraines like which I'm actually kind of grateful for in a way that stopped me from drinking alcohol Mm. and then I was able to start realizing how unwell I was yeah. even after I stopped drinking alcohol yeah because my psychologist my first first main psychologist always said to me you need to stop drinking alcohol and smoking weed so that we can actually figure out what's going on with you mm-hmm. and so I was like maybe it is just the alcohol and like drugs maybe that's why I'm so anxious like mm. but really it wasn't yeah you know like we've been like we've been forced to process our shit it's not necessarily that we wanted to yeah like, we who the fuck wants time. to it's really hard <laughs> yeah but yeah I think sometimes it gets to a point where you don't like it's either that or we, like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, but do you want to yeah. explain um spiritual bypassing mm. to the listeners yeah because I think you can like bypass in a lot of ways right mm-hmm. like you can be dissociated or you can you know just ignore your trauma in lots of ways but like when it's specifically spiritual bypassing it means bypassing I guess just means like skipping around something or skipping over it and like pretending it doesn't have an effect on you kind of going around the bush so to speak (laughs) yeah like if there's like a roadblock you yeah take the bush and Mm. go around and keep going Mm -hmm. um so when it's spiritual it's like utilizing spiritual practices um or it's like you know um, I guess like a spiritual mindset like a new age spirituality mindset to get around things you struggle with or to invalidate and gaslight yourself and others 
so driven by toxic positivity yeah pretty much yeah i'm just trying to think of like examples um like i still do this a lot like you know sometimes something really fucked will happen i'll just be like okay this is part of the plan for me you know like using some of that spiritual stuff to like cope with things sometimes you have to but when it's to the point where someone's like not processing it at the same time and just being like that was just part of my plan it had to happen I'm like actually grateful for it because it then opened these new doors and like the universe had this plan for me it's like that's great but you actually still need to process the trauma like Mm. you can have both at the same time you know what I mean yeah like like what you were saying before you can there's duality to it you can be spiritual and you can also deal with your shit Mm. Mm -hmm. but like yeah it becomes bypassing when people don't do any it's like that whole like love and light focused Mm. that's probably the language a lot of you will be familiar with if you are in the spiritual community or if you're not you probably know the whole love and light thing and like you know it's it's okay to say those things I guess to people and be like you know love and light you know some people will say that it's kind of kind of cute sometimes also kind of cringe sometimes (laughs) (laughs) but like you like if that's all you're thinking like if you think that you need to be love and light all the time and if you think that you feel love and light all the time and that other people around you should be love and light all the time then you're probably yeah bypassing your stuff Mm. and projecting that onto other people yeah projecting the fact that just because you maybe don't have the fucking guts to face your shit Mm. which is hard fair enough but like don't go projecting that belief system or that way of doing things onto other people Mm. because some people might be at a different stage to you Mm. and sometimes I think bypassing can be helpful mm. in some ways but I've seen a lot of particularly my younger friends who are like kind of early 20s go through what I went through for maybe about a year or so which is spiritual bypassing um, specifically where they kind of get sucked into the new age spirituality which is mm. very like love and light like toxic positivity like high vibration no yeah. low vibes yeah yeah and the the and they they preach that like anger and rage are like filthy negative um like low vibe mm. frequencies mm. or but they're not like rage can be like so healing and yeah. so opening and it can actually be like i feel like a like a high vibe thing Mm. because if you're releasing rage you're like dispersing like heaps of energy and like releasing tension from your body and like you're actually processing Mm. things yeah and I think like you were saying before like you, you don't need to label things as good or bad you don't need to say being angry is bad which is what a lot of us were taught as kids by our parents you know we got smacked if trigger warning (laughs) Mm. but we got smacked or whatever if we were angry or if we lashed out but kids should be allowed to not if they're hurting someone else Mm. but like if they just want to bash a pillow or scream like to just ah you know like a primal scream to like Mm. let shit out they should be allowed to do that like you you can't just be constantly being like shh shh, shh, 
Like hold hold all your mm. shit in. That's telling kids to like repress shit. Yeah. That's like literally teaching them to do that. Mm. Yeah, I've lost like, my train of thought, but yeah, but yeah. they'll be like, don't be upset. Like be grateful for what you have. That's mm. another one. Gratitude and mindset and abundance. Yeah. Like they'll be like, you just need to manifest it. Like yeah. be grateful. Like write a gratitude list every morning. It's like that your gra- gratitude lists are going to look very different. Like you're grateful for like all your friends and your family and your like community and your sports. And it's like, okay, I don't like at one stage of my life, I didn't necessarily have much of any of that at all. So it's yeah. like, what do I write? I'm grateful that I can breathe, that I can like, I mean, obviously like I'm very pri- privileged and I'm very grateful yeah. for a lot of things, but like, it's not always helpful. Yeah. You know? like, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes. Yeah. yeah like, I have the um, Dreamy Moons, which is like a brand. I have their um, their 2023 planner mm. and it has like at the end of every day I'm grateful for. Mm. And I actually like it because it – like I ignore it like when I'm in a bad place. Exactly. That's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. so for the last two weeks, just for context, like I have had a migraine for like two and a half weeks basically straight – and so I, which is why I have this on right now, and um, I have not been able to open that book because yeah. it's actually triggering for mm. me to open that up and have to, like, actually, it makes me, like, emotional just thinking about it mm. and having to write down what am I grateful for today because, like, if I turn back to the pages before that, my life is, like, kind of normal. Like, I'm grateful that I got this done today. I'm grateful for my partner and for that time I spent with Ace or, like, I'm grateful mm. – for socializing today but then I have to like compare how I am now to yeah. that and I'm like uh like I've just been surviving I've been yeah. sitting in front of the tv all day watching Netflix and sometimes I can't even do that because mm. my migraines are so bad and I have mm. to just lay in bed staring at the ceiling what do you actually put and it's all right re- they'll be like well, <laughs> you should be grateful you have a warm bed and it's like yes and I am but that's not helpful not. right now like yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah not helping yeah us. and it's okay if you have a grad, if you do a gratitude journaling practice, that's great. We're not saying that's bad mm. or like don't do that, you know. But if you want to take two weeks break because you're mm. having a shit time or it's just annoying you and you don't want to do it, don't fucking worry yeah, about it. Like it doesn't have to. You don't have to get pissed at yourself for like not doing these practices all mm. the time, you know. I just do it when I feel like it. And when and yeah. yeah, just use it as a tool for when it's useful for you. You don't have to. Or again, it's just the always. You always have to be this way. It's like, no, you're fluid. You don't have to. It's really difficult when you're in a spiritual space uh, and wellness space to like, you you feel, I think you feel a lot of like guilt and shame when you don't do your practices. Mm. Like for me, my morning practice like is Kundalini yoga and like some other things. And I haven't really been doing that like as consistently in the morning because of my migraines Mm. for the last two or three weeks. And I just let it go. Yeah. I just was like, like old me, old version of Jem would have beaten myself up. Would have mm. been like, you should be doing, like my inner critic. Yeah. Would have been like, you should be doing this. You know, this helps you. You know, this calms you down in the morning. You know, it's mm. the best way to start your day. Why aren't you doing this? You need this more than ever right now because you're having a shit time with your mental health, right? But then I'm like, eh. like, I'm just mm. letting it go. Like, yeah. I don't need to do that right now. It doesn't matter. It's not helpful because I'm going to be stuck at home all day anyway. Mm. Like, and turning your head around, doing like vigorous breath work when you have a migraine, also not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just did it when I could. Yeah. I did it in the evening when maybe the migraine had, you know, 
gone away a bit yeah or I just did it every second day or whenever I could do it like I did it this morning for Mm. example because I woke up and felt better like don't put so much pressure on you just because all these Instagram accounts and are preaching like get up and do your morning practice and routine and write your gratitude list Mm. and do your journaling shit whatever yeah just just take the pressure off yourself yeah they're like tough love discipline hustle like Mm. it's like yes you need a bit of that but like it's ironic when you have an inner critic like we do like if you have complex ptsd and you have an inner critic you don't need this this is something that took me so long to learn because i had undiagnosed adhd too like i've been underperforming or not reaching my potential my whole life and being frustrated Mm -hmm. at myself being like why can't I just get up and do five minutes of homework like why can't I do it so I chronically thought I was lazy and that I needed more self-discipline but like ironically I actually just needed to stop beating myself up for not doing it and then with time it's somehow like it's it's weird it's a weird phenomenon but now I can do things sometimes because like giving yourself I guess the like flexibility to be okay with not doing it allows you to then do it sometimes. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Like I'm similar to you. I used to, when was it last year or the year before I had like a really strict morning routine. Like I'd get up, I'd meditate, I'd journal, I'd like reflect rah, rah, rah. And I did that for six months straight and it was great. And then I got to a point where for some reason I think I was like dissociated or just going through a rough stage it started making me more stressed because it wasn't what I needed in that time yeah and trying to discipline myself and force Mm. myself into doing it was more harmful than not doing it yeah you know and like same with yoga like I every time I brought up my chronic pain like literally every person would be like have you tried yoga have you tried yoga and I'd have to explain to them no it's like it hurts too much it's triggering like I get I actually get more upset when I try and do yoga because everything hurts and they're like oh you could just do like gentle yoga like just lay there and breathe and I'm like okay but I have rib pain at the moment concentrating on my breathing triggers me more because I'm focusing on the pain or like yeah you know I'm sure I'm having sureness of breath because of my anxiety at the moment and focusing makes that worse Mm, so it's like yeah you have no idea what someone is trying to deal with and like um where was I going with that like yeah everyone was telling me this so I had in my mind like I'm a failure like I could be healing if I was doing yoga every day Mm -hmm. but as soon as I let that go yeah acceptance yeah I yeah that whole yeah and now that I'm in a stage where my body is slightly less sore I can do yoga some days and it's great but as soon as I start punishing myself for not doing it it's more harmful and that's gonna make you depressed as fuck exactly yeah because and probably anxious too and like a bit restless because you're like oh i could be doing this and you get all tense you're like probably getting more tense exactly because you're like stressed that you're not doing it Mm. and i think people just need to shut up like (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally just shut up shut the fuck up when if you if you don't fully understand like you you can't unless you are someone's best friend and you know everything about their life or Mm. what they go through don't comment on Mm. don't give them advice unless don't give them unsolicited advice if they ask you do you have any tips or any you know Mm -hmm. whatever but don't just launch into a big lecture about oh you could do this this worked really well for me blah 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 blah. everyone's bodies are so different just Mm. shut the fuck up 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Blood Slut. I hope you found it valuable and hilarious. Um, yeah, I guess we'll be back with part two next week. And then we've actually got a part three the following week. Eh, how exciting. Um, next week, we're going to keep kind of chatting about these same topics that we've been talking about in a little bit more depth and then we're also going to chat about some of our own personal stories dating and having interactions and sexual relations with spiritually toxic men Um, and then we're also going to chat about PMDD and PME uh, which are premenstrual disorders and a little bit more about mental illness and how all of that stuff kind of intertwines with these topics that we've been discussing. So it's a really broad topic, but at the same time, it's not. So I hope you're following along. Feedback is always welcome. You can email me. Gem at imawildgem.com is my email address. And you can check out my website, imawildgem.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at thebloodslut. That's at T-H-E-B-L-O-O-D-S-L-U-T. I'll see you next week. Oh, and remember to sign up for the Free Your Flaps workshop. Make sure you grab a ticket. Make sure you grab a ticket to the patriarchal rage circle that is happening on the 5th of March here in Newcastle. It actually won't be in Kyber anymore because I am moving. It will most likely be at the beach. Uh, But once you buy a ticket, you will be emailed and notified with all of the location information. Can't wait to see you at those two events. I'm so excited. See you next week. Bye.